Welcome to Jake's Newsletter, the podcast before the podcast. I'm Jake, of course, and I don't got much to tell y'all today, you know, besides rate five stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and of course, follow the podcast so you, you know, get new episodes every week that I work, like, hours and hours on. <laughs> I just really wish you guys would, like, really respect my time. But anyway, one issue with this episode was that Kevin from Pulses was on it. We love Kevin. His audio corrupted. Um, so that fucking sucks. So you may notice some weird edits. I'm editing this episode as if he's not a part of this episode, but you will for sure hear a couple references and like something may get a certified mean puke banger, even though it only got two golds or something like that. Um, that's just a result of having to cut kevin out of the episode entirely so if anything feels weird that's probably why no harm no foul we gotta get kevin back on for the redemption episode for sure shit happens (laughs) but let's just get into the fucking episode Welcome to Mew and Puke, a weekly music review a podcast. I am your host, Ivy. My pronouns are she, her. And today, I am joined by a colorful cast, baby. We're talking like two more people than usual. New faces, old faces. We're talking, it, it's a banger episode already. Don't even fucking worry about it. Today, we got motherfucking Jackson, as always. Hello. We got fucking Keely. <laughs> you know how it goes. Hello. You guys are gonna give your pronouns? pronouns? Or are we just not referring Hello. to you? She, Jesus she, Christ! She they, please, he, thank he, you. Him. Don't thank don't you. hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> Nakey Jakey in the producer chair as always. Good mythical morning. Uh, he him. Hey, that's 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 some <laughs> copyright infringement. You needed to Work. make it legally distinct. <laughs> no. <laughs> and a very very special guest gunk man bajalvin welcome to the podcast yo uh, <laughs> what i said i got one word in. um hit me with them with them he pronouns please or Just don't he. i don't he he do do whatever you want shut up <laughs> oh good lord uh all right <clears throat> All right, everybody. Here's how the fucking show is going to go. We're going to review singles, then EPs, and then albums. Uh, each review, we will give our personal rating using the Mutant Puke rating system. How does the rating system work? I'm glad you asked, Jake. Uh, we'll give each music release a bronze, silver, or gold medal based on how much we liked it. Uh, releases that get three or more gold medals from the cast are considered Mutant Puke certified bangers. Well... What if you hate something? Uh, We give that shit a participation trophy, uh, and we try to forget it. Uh, But with with all that out of the way, all of the good stuff out of the way, we're gonna go ahead and jump into the reviews. Wait, 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 w
Absolutely. He... <laughs> let me let me tell. Let's talk about Matt Watson, okay? Okay. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Love the man brothers. to death, but DJ Craig was not nearly mean enough to him. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Matt Watson catching strays over multiple podcasts. <laughs> Matt Wa- Matt Watson, if you're out there, I know you have like at least six inches of height on me, but Maybe if you are ever down to else. box, I'm pretty confident. And I could still no win. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna do him like Dad did in like 15 seconds. No yeah. <laughs> mm. When you say though that Bajalvin is the super mega of cyber grind, you know I wouldn't have said that one. before, but now that you said it, I can <laughs> confidently say that's accurate. <laughs> the cyber grind funny brothers yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah We're the, I, I, I have always called uh, us the funny band so yeah. <laughs> but jump step Rondo I did oh, like God, Rondo. You. <laughs> for worst song ever with uh, <laughs> Microsoft uh, the fuck maker. are you saying about our songs huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah what are you saying Jackson <laughs> I said it's awesome I think okay. Uh, music video. I think when when Jake was here, he played fucking Rondo Stomp like at least thirty times. Rondo, yeah, Rondo, shit. it's a fucking banger. <laughs> let's fucking let's get into the music reviews. Uh, crazy week. We actually have no songs. Thanks everybody. That's been a podcast. <laughs> uh, starting off, number one, baby. Jamie's Elsewhere, Escapist, uh, American post-hardcore band formed in Sacramento, California in 2005. I said this shit was pretty Warped Tour. Gave me Warped Tour vibes. <laughs> I think it has like, I don't know. They have a pretty solid sound, though. It's definitely one that I feel like I've heard quite a few times. Um, playing a little safe. Uh, maybe a little too safe for me, personally. It does It does give me those like nostalgia vibes, though. So I get it. I get kind of what they're going for. I think overall, pretty decent, pretty cool track uh just not for me so i'm gonna give it a bronze uh and we'll start with uh we'll start with jackson i wish bands would do more like what they do where they have a specific person's name as the band's title you know like less than jake jane's addiction (laughs) yeah and bob wills and the texas cowboys yeah the one thing that's pretty apparent they use that fucking telephone effect vocals (laughs) here we go again again. (laughs) oh boy oh boy Would you would you guys be mad if we have telephone vocals <laughs> on? Oh, I we on definitely no. I I and I Jelvin gets the telephone pass in my no, opinion. Yeah. The entire song was telephone vocals. Yeah, the entire song. <laughs> 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 Who's the reviewer? But, Jackson is. <laughs> oh, damn. This, hap- this happens every time uh, I review. You just go off topic. <laughs> off topic question. The distortion they had at the beginning of the song, I liked. I just wish they kept it for the rest of it because they swapped that out within like the last you know, two-thirds of the song. But besides that, I thought it was pretty okay. So I'm going to give this a bronze. Okay. We're going to go ahead and throw it to Keeley. Um... So I remember Jamie's Elsewhere being that band with that like one song back in the day. Like I, I that's distinctly what I remember about this band was they were the scene band with that one song, and now the bass player plays for uh, of mice and men or some shit. Um, okay. 
that said, this reminded me of that one song that I did really like back in the day as a kid. So I was like, wow, yeah, this is pretty all right. Also, he's a really solid vocalist now because he used to be Chango Studios, like no no Melodyne, just auto-tune uh, bumping you around. Uh, so it's nice to hear that his screams and his singing uh, have actually come a really long way. Uh, production was very sterile. It, it felt like, like, a, like a wet wipe that had never been touched before. Um, <laughs> so if I had any complaints, Shame. it would definitely be that. Uh, but all in all, I would give it a low silver because it sounded like that one song wow. by them that I like. <laughs> you know, Keely, she loves nostalgia. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> every, so... every week you're talking about nostalgia. So oh, incorrect. <laughs> Alrighty, and wrapping us up. Wait, wait, well, hold up, hold up. I forgot. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, we're so back. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gunkman. Sorry, I was reading the notes. I'm just stupid. Yeah, I'm going to ditto what everyone else has said. Very, like, this song... You, okay, this is kind of setting up a theme for this episode, I feel like. Because um, <laughs> you'll you'll see me making this comment a lot, but, like, listening to this, I kind of got the, the like, the... You're listening to 93X, <laughs> home of the r- 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 rock. <laughs> you know, like... Next up, we have Godsmack, <laughs> Falling in Reverse, and Jamie's Elsewhere with their track Escapist. And then it goes into like a telephone, like, <laughs> lo-fi intro. It's like, all right. This yeah. ain't your grandma's station. <laughs> yeah. Um, Imagine dragons Overall, is up this next. song made me feel like I was like a 40-year-old dad with a grill and a tribal tattoo, <laughs> like flipping burgers or something. Well, somewhere between that and like 2008 MySpace, like, like core music, which... For me personally, I for this type of thing, I totally prefer to lean more in like the 2008 MySpace oh, yeah. vibes. And uh, I felt some of that in this one more so than some of the other music on this episode. So, But I would have liked to see it lean more into that. But overall, I'm feeling a high bronze for this one. Respectable. <laughs> and that there, baby, is Jamie's Elsewhere Escapist. Moving on to Blind Equation, Never Getting Better, uh, Emotional Cybergrind from Chicago, Illinois. New album, Death Awaits, out September 15th, 2023. Shouts um, out. <clears throat> yeah, Blind Equation, Cybergrind. This shit, Mega Man-ass song. Gave me Mega Man <laughs> vibes, and that fucking rules. Almost sounds like scenecore to an extent. Like a little bit of the that like that old scene sound, and I kind of fuck with it. I do like the hyper-pop vocals in this, and I think the screams are very solid. And obviously, I like the like electronic instrumental. Like I said, reminds me of Mega Man. That shit's cool. I'm going to give it a gold and throw it right back to Jackson. You said this was Mega Man-ass music. <laughs> I said on my notes, this sounds like Devil's Crush on the TurboGrafx-16. <laughs> um, I'm going to go based on uh, the comments from the music video that Jake and I watched yesterday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we had Bajalvin say, this might be blind equation, fire emojis. <laughs> and I kind of agree. I like the chiptune uh, instrumentals with uh, the vocals. I kind of wish they would complement each other a little bit more. It just kind of seems a bit, uh, you know, from two different tracks at times. But I think this is a pretty great song. I'm going to give this a silver. All righty. Keely. You already know I'm coming in here saying this is my favorite single of the week. <laughs> this shit fucking yeah. rules. I love Blind Equation. I really, really, really love uh, how huge and fat the synths in the intro particularly sound between the chiptune synth. Uh, the regular synth, once the drums kick in, it's got like that 
old school like trigger vibe for all the drums which i appreciate and love a lot the vocals sound insane the screams are fucking top notch the clean vocals are really fun uh i can't believe they were called hyper pop vocals i'm so sorry <laughs> uh, but also like true <laughs> all in all yeah i cannot stress enough how much this was like my favorite of the singles uh this was so fucking fun uh, big big fat gold baby <laughs> Why are you going to give me shit for calling them hyper-pop vocals? This is exactly what they are. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead That's and butt in here. That's not a bad thing. Uh, James did describe them to me as hyper-pop vocals, so... Yeah, fuck you, Keely. We have the pass. directly we have inspired the by Dylan Brady. Like. Absolutely. <laughs> I will say, though, I, I agree. This is probably also my favorite single of the week. This is a very cool song. Go, man! Yeah, so you already know that uh, this is... <laughs> This is a bit certified W for me. Um, <laughs> I did reach out specifically to go on the episode that you'd be reviewing this track. Yeah. Um, but I, I like like most of you guys, this is obviously my favorite uh, single on the episode. But Javan and Blind Equation, we go way back. And <laughs> I'm just so happy to see these songs seeing the light of day now. I, I just absolutely love how like... And like Life is Pain is like one of my all-time favorite albums. And I love how this takes that and embellishes on it by like adding new sounds and kind of new ideas to it and isn't just exactly the same thing you know and i think it does that in a really good way totally getting like myspace core vibes off of it like <laughs> i want to see one of those like nintendo ds like flash animations <laughs> of like my little pony characters like crying and eating waffles and singing the song like that's wait, like the vibes i'm getting off of this um like just old like smosh vibes you know like the the <laughs> sex ed rock song like classic smosh is back baby <laughs> yeah. if i i think that uh a blind equation music video of like like a, the most like attack attack crab core vibes would be the funniest thing but yeah this is this is absolutely gold platinum beyond for me so <clears throat> i think that makes it three baby that's a certified mutant puke banger Ooh. and yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll have uh, Jake wants to wants to wrap this one up for us. Snakey Jakey, take it away. When you think about it, Smosh was the original Funny Brothers. That yeah, that I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, we are never ever getting better. I like this song a lot. It's got the hyper pop and then the funny noises, and um, <laughs> it's got like screaming over the funny noises, which kind of gave me Fire Tools vibes. Kind of reminded me of some like the screams not really matching the vibe of the instrumental in an interesting way uh kind of got some fire tools from that so that's epic um i like it a lot i like blind equation um because when i see equations i go blind because i can't do math i'm gonna give it a gold a gold from nakey jakey awesome yeah shout outs to blind equation never getting better very very cool song it, uh I think across the board, regardless, everyone liked it. So very, very cool shit there. Uh, moving on to Zephyranthus, Votive. Is that the name of the song? Is that how you say the name of the song, Keely? Probably. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> Futuristic indie band from uh, Rayleigh, North Carolina. Rayleigh? Oh, no. Raleigh? <laughs> Rayleigh? Oh, shut the fuck oh, up. Jesus. I bet your ass says Louisville. Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've I've been yelled at enough on tours to know that it's Louisville. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually yeah. Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Louisville. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Keely on the Street uh, recommended this one uh, initially, at least the band uh, I remember yeah. from the... Uh, that was a, a Patreon episode Probably. that y'all did. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We don't so, talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> this band is very cool. I was not super into the vocal effects on this one. I think the vocals are really, really good. But just something about the effect itself wasn't doing it for me. I still, I love the drums on this track as well. I think the drums fucking ripped. Um, the guitars also ripped, just like crazy shit throughout the entire track. Overall, I think the song is really, really solid. Um, there's some cool stuff there. Uh, Zephyranthus is just genuinely a very, very interesting, cool band that I think people should like be watching. I think that they're going to do some cool shit. But... I'm going to give it a high silver. I do think it could grow on me. Uh, yeah, high silver. Uh, we'll hear from Jackson. I kind of understand what you're going with. There's something off about the song. And I think the issue I had was that the mix is kind of flat. Because uh, I liked the tones of the instrumentals and the drums. I think it was just the mix of the vocals that made it seem that way. <clears throat> but I liked the... You know, the eerie building up and the uh, descending that occurs through the song. I think that really uh, creates the atmosphere that it, they're trying to go with. And with that, I'm going to give this a high silver as well. Hell yeah. Keely. I really enjoyed the single a lot. Uh, I hesitate because uh, this is, I think, the second single that they have towards an album. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found them after that first single had already released. I don't like this one as much as the first single. I sort of agree on the effects on the vocals, but it sounds like that's been a consistent thing throughout their whole sound. Like any recording they have has like really affected, whether it's like a chorus or like a a dirt on the vocals. Like there's always something affecting the vocals. I think that's just what they go for. But live, he does it fully clean. But I agree for this particular track, because it's so stripped back, it's like very just drum groove oriented and the guitars kind of pop off every now and then. It does take away a little bit. All that said, still, I'm still giving it a low gold. Uh, normally, I'm throwing a million gold around like it's fucking nothing. But uh, th- this one this one gets a low gold. It cracks the threshold. I really like it. Uh, I just want just some more of that high energy feel from some of their other music. But I know everybody got to slow down sometimes. I get it. Respect. Gun- man Zephyranthes votive great yep we uh thanks for uh for introducing me as gunk man just now one second ago okay so i agree with what a lot of you guys said about the drumming uh i thought the drumming was great it sounded amazing and the guitars were super cool and ambient but this was not really my uh my ballpark musically um, um <laughs> We're losing him. We're losing (laughs) him. I'm so sorry. I'm just kind of letting you talk because the recording should hear you fine. But um, yeah, you were just like, (laughs) 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 like true robot shit. I don't, I don't know how to help. He's glitching like into the Spider Verse. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I can see on mine that my ping is super low. So trust me, though. what I'm we'll, saying is we'll super just let based in epic. You just might not get some car- crowd participation here. <laughs> so we can understand you. Okay, I'm feeling a respectable mid-silver on All this right. one. I understood that. Respectably. Yeah. <laughs> respectable indeed. That's everyone, right? Yeah, yeah. That's everyone for Zephyranthus, uh Votive. Uh, moving on. We'll be talking about 
Just Friends, Life I'm Living In. Pop Punk from the Bay Area. This one was interesting to me. I, I felt like the, the one vocalist sounded like if the vocalist from Red City Radio did pop punk instead of like hardcore <laughs> punk. And then the other vocalist, her voice is just really, really yeah. good. Like overall, just very, very, very good. Very pretty, very fun. Love when she comes in. Genuinely my favorite parts of this song specifically. I think it's just like a super chill pop punk song. It could have been in the uh, soundtrack to the film Accepted. I think I think you could put Except it in that film plot yeah. synopsis the the one where they make up the fake college <laughs> I've never heard of it. I'll have to look that up At, Yeah, same. I've seen I've seen that. I've seen that one. Ask, like, ask me about my wiener. I have no me idea. Craig actually did that exact thing. Wow what do you mean? One that Jake doesn't know that's that's I've never heard of this. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah, you should watch it. It's fun it was. <laughs> this is like me not knowing super bad or something. Like, you all know accepted? Whatever. <laughs> Go on. Have you never seen yeah. a movie? Not a single one. <laughs> Jake doesn't fuck with movies. I think it gets a little repetitive, but I, I uh, uh, overall, I think it's just fun. I think it's a fun song. It It's, you know, it's it's upbeat. It's fun. I give it a silver. Yeah, uh, it's still very, very cool. Uh, fuck you, Keely. You don't <laughs> like fun. You're not allowed to discuss fun, okay? Uh, but Jackson does get to discuss Just Friends Life I'm Living In next. This is another, uh, song that we watched a music video yeah. together, uh, me and Jake. I liked the music video, uh, we were watching fucking Power Man 5000 <laughs> music videos. I said, man, they need to bring back the fisheye lens. And then this song, they use the fisheye lens. Let's go. And then they got like uh, Nickelodeon slimed on yeah. the entire time. And I, I don't, <laughs> I kind of got lost. I'm about But it. for the song itself, the first vocalist for the first third of the song, interesting choice. Because he like overemphasized a few syllables going like, <laughs> I thought it was so left field and I thought it was so interesting. I didn't know. Whether I didn't like it or liked it, but the other vocalists, they sound great. Like all, all of them sound amazing in their own, you know, respectable field. And I agree, this was pretty repetitive, especially towards the ends. But I thought this was a fun song, so I'm gonna give this a silver. Oh, yippee! <laughs> uh, Keely, you can talk about the fun song now. I'm really, I'm really glad you led with that because uh, I don't like fun. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> I'm gonna give this a respectful participation. Holy shit. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so selective fun enjoyer exactly yeah just not really for me i've known about just friends for a long time uh very respectful participation like have fun do your thing great <laughs> that's that all you gotta say about it keely that's that's all i gotta say about that it. was not a review of any song <laughs> <laughs> that's a i don't like fun respectful participation <laughs> that's fine Healy, that's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see if uh, Gunkman has come back from the uh, robot dimension. <laughs> uh, so far, I'm I'm in the let's green. Let's go. You sound on my, good. On my screen, yeah, we're sounding so. good. Hey. So yeah, I like having fun. I like having a good time. So. Uh, <laughs> Unlike some people in here, apparently. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought the uh, the first singer on this track, and um, first off, I, I was unfamiliar with this band until listening to it on this podcast, so I'll have mm -hmm. to like go check out some of their other stuff, but I thought the first singer was definitely like a you either love it or yeah. hate it type of thing, and 
at first I kind of found myself like being like, oh, that's like interesting. I was like, I don't know. If, but like by the end of the song, I was rocking with it. And like, it kind of reminds me of like, this is like a totally different band, but kind of like, you know, how Knocked Loose, like when they first came out and like Brian Garris was doing that, like SpongeBob voice and like, it was just like so weird, but like, honestly, like that. people started rocking with it. And now they're like playing Coachella and stuff. <laughs> I could like totally see this band going down that direction. Cause it's just like, it's so out there and like, so unique and memorable that like it really made this one stick for me and like yeah i just thought it was like a really fun song and like i i rock with the bay area i got some friends out there and like yeah i, I was just totally like this was like volleyball music so <laughs> this is a uh this is a respectable uh low gold for me hell yeah yeah <laughs> There's a lot going on in my house today. We got, uh, I think they're switching out like the laundry, laundry stuff, the fucking washer and dryer. Uh, and also, I have some, I have some dude picking up a mattress today. So it, it, it it's just Good crazy right now. Sorry if I, if I missed out on some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry if I missed some conversation. But I do believe Jake wanted to do a review of Just Friends Life. Yeah, on I like this song a lot. <laughs> I like. I like the first vocalist a lot. I think it kind of, this band really, or at least the song really reminds me of like group love where they have kind of like an off kilter male vocalist and then like a really nice, charming female vocalist to compliment like the weird sort of main vocals um <laughs> i just liked how like we've said the song is just fucking fun i think gunk man's description of a volleyball song is pretty good um, <laughs> i uh i just really enjoyed it i i like how they're doing their album as well gusher i forgot to put when it's coming out i'm not sure but um uh, it kind of reminds me of like cheem their uh, guilty pleasure like just the way they're doing everything they got like a funny gusher logo and uh if you go to their website there's like a 3d version that you can like pull around like in a like super mario 64 or something um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh gold from me for just friends i want to be more than friends with this band i want i'm gonna listen to uh, uh all their old stuff as well i just haven't had the chance did this one get Three golds, or was it only two? I think two? it's just me and Gunk, man. Yes. Excellent. Fun stuff from Just Friends. Uh, good rec from Kevin, I believe. You added that to the playlist, so. Very fun. Oh, we're moving on, <laughs> baby. LS Dunes, Benadryl subreddit. American <laughs> supergroup fronted by Anthony Green of Circus Survive, as well as members from MCR, Coheed, and Thursday. Uh, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this track? God damn it. Uh, dad rock ass, goofy song, fucking, what the hell? Uh, it just, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not even, I even went into this with like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to be my nicest LS Dunes, but like, what, what the fuck is this? Like, it feels so weirdly disjointed, like a bunch of parts that just like, don't match or like the vibes are really weird. I'm a huge Anthony Green dick rider, but I just can't get behind this band. It's so fucking weird. Like, it feels like they all want to do, like, what they were doing in their other bands, but bring it to a new band and just kind of, like, shove other people onto it. And that comes off really weird to me. This track is just full of, like, I, I don't know. I feel like the the guitars are, like, totally their own thing happening, and then, like, the vocals from Anthony Green are, like, a totally different thing happening, but, like... They don't complement each other. It's just like very like fucking 
punching each other in the face the whole song, and no one can decide what they want to do with it. Uh, no more LS Dunes, <laughs> no more nostalgia supergroups. I, I don't, I don't want to hear anymore. I don't want to see anymore. Uh, wait, come on, guys. No we, more. We, we LS have so many Dunes. good bands. We don't need LS Dunes. Uh, participation from me. Uh, shocker. Yeah, I don't know. I really wish like you bring all these good people together that there, there something unique and fun would come out of it. But it just feels like shoving what they did in their other projects into some weird. Con- you know, fucking amalgamation of sound, and I'm just not fucking with it. Also, I think the song title is dumb as hell. Jackson. I like the song title. <laughs> uh, for my notes, I put two things from what I remember. Uh, I said I like the, the tones of the uh, guitars and bass, and I can actually hear the bass. And I said, uh, SpongeBob-ass <laughs> screams. And I said, that's sick. This is the second time Spongebob Screams has come up in this podcast. <laughs> if you don't hear it, I'm going to make a music video with Spongebob and this to compliment it so that others can see what I'm talking okay. about. <laughs> Hell yeah. Jackson I'm going to give this a high bronze because I thought it was pretty okay. Go Spongebob. Go Spongebob. <laughs> uh, I, too, am a fairly large Anthony Green dick rider. Uh, I have never liked LS Dunes. I thought their rollout, the first single, was cool, but it sounded a little too close to Reunion Seosin, which I did not like as well. Boo. Uh, This song song had sick riffs. This song had some ideas in there that could have gone in a much cooler direction. I don't... I think Anthony Green lost his rock and roll side, like... 2010 like his voice isn't as raspy anymore like it's very clean over this like trying to be really rock and rolly punky song and it kind of just clashes in a way that i i don't like i think as he's softened up with his music over the years his voice has learned to really complement that and complement a softer side and go off experiment do heavier things like he proved he still can with ape shit like it's just this Next. doesn't this this doesn't do it for me in in the same way, and I don't think anything I've really heard from LS Dunes has has scratched an itch for me in a good way. Uh, so not as respectful participation trophy for me. I'm very sorry, Anthony Green. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'd like to add as well. I still will never forgive LS Dunes for taking that. Was it 2023? Is that the name of the song? It was, uh, it was originally on Anthony Green's solo record, and it was different. I distinctly Look, remember it being Dunes different. LS and Anthony and I cannot... Green are not two separate entities. <laughs> you can't blame Shut LS Shut the Dunes. fuck up, Jake. Shut the fuck up. I'm talking here. It was distinctly different and in Anthony Green's specific solo style before they took it and LS Dunesified <laughs> it, and now it sounds like shit. And I'll never that. forgive them for there were, that. There were Circa songs that did that that I agree with you. He has he has a knack for if he thinks a song fits one of his projects, he'll take it, and sometimes it doesn't work as well as a solo. I'll give you that. I, I it agree. It makes me you. sad. I really liked the, the solo version of it. Uh. Anyways, that's just me complaining some more. Let's hear from Gunkman. Yeah, so with an... I, when I saw Benadryl, I was like, I like Benadryl. <laughs> I, li- I, li- I like the hat man. Do, do, do you like hanging out with the hat man? You homies with the hat man? Yeah, I mean, you know, oh, God. we be smoking Benadryl. Let's go. So, <laughs> but with a name like Benadryl subreddit, I was expecting some quirky, goofy, but Jalvin core music here. I had never heard of Atlas Dunes before this. 
I played long. I thought it was boring. I can't even lie. I don't even remember anything about it. I didn't even write notes. I was just bored. <laughs> so uh, this is going to be... Holy fuck. This is just going to be a participation for me. I got nothing. You can, Do better. Do better. That's a, I'm fucking crying, bro. This shit's so fucking funny. And and after finding out that there's famous people in this band, I don't feel as bad because I'm like, yeah. you guys are famous. You you've done yeah, better. Dunking privileges. Fi- yeah. Finally, somebody here willing to say fucking skill issue with me. Let's go. Oh, good lord. Awesome. <laughs> Jake, I'm sure you're just itching. <laughs> you're just fucking foaming at the mouth to talk about LS Dunes. Please, please wrap this up for us. I liked it. <laughs> Whoa, shocker. Whoa. Don't say shocker. Fuck you. I I just Whoa. like it. It's fun. It's a rocky. It's just a little bit Dunes rock and roll. Dick liked oh my, how am I a dick writer? I did buy the cassette. I went, Kevin went to the fucking concert. How am I a dick writer? <laughs> that makes Kevin cool. That makes Kevin cool because he went. He went out. That, uh, he was in the real world. What makes me lame makes Kevin cool. Great. I'll, yeah, yeah, it's so fucking <laughs> over. But um, yeah, I uh, I agree. It's a little forgettable. <laughs> That's my main complaint. But I I mean, it's just a little raucous piece of noise with Anthony Green got on it like. I don't know. I'm a simple man. I enjoy it. Uh, silver. I'm sorry. Tell me one more time. What was Anthony Green doing? <laughs> <laughs> the best album for his screams is uh, that Sayosin record, Silver String? <laughs> is that what it's called? Uh, the one with the back. Uh, uh mid. The shadow, ah, whatever. I like that one a lot, actually. That one's really yeah. good. <laughs> it's a great record. Fuck you. <laughs> That opening track goes fucking crazy. Yeah, trans. I like translating the name mind. when I was a kid too. Well, this well, is a different shut record. Shut the fuck up, you. No, translating uh, the name is the only good Seosin release ever. <laughs> shut up. Shuts okay, can we move on? Can we move on? Nah, no, Achilles. <laughs> no. <fucking> Let's go. <laughs> yes, we can move on from LS Dunes. Now that this ad has aggressively gotten your attention, it's me, Keely. Not the same Keely you're listening to on the episode right now, but a Keely that recorded this separately at another time. As if you haven't heard it enough from us, it's Math Rock Summer, baby. We're all about Math Rock this summer, which means it's on its way, and it's it's coming. It's coming to fucking... It's coming to do some damage. Uh, my band, Space Corolla, along with our dear friends, Elders, will be hitting the road this summer uh, for a couple's select dates. First up, we've got July 26th in Charlotte, North Carolina. Then we've got July 27th in Washington, D.C. July 28th in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. July 29th in Lake Como, New Jersey for Choke Artist Fest. We're playing with fucking pulses. We got With Sales Ahead. We have uh, Adventure. We have In Angles playing older EPs. It's going to be a fucking ball. And then we wrap it all up in Queens, New York, the home of Spider-Man. Peter Parker up in that shit. Who knows? Maybe he'll show up and take a picture with a pizza. That shit's gonna rule. Uh, please come and join and celebrate with us the glory that is Math Rock Summer. We hope to see you at a gig, and now on to whatever Jake's gonna cut me into. Bye! Tracy Breaks, Dubstep Boy. LA-based artist, producer, vocalist, and songwriter. Wompy Wubby Hyperpop is what <laughs> I got from this. I thought it was cool. Uh... I- I don't really love dubstep sound anymore. I do think it's very impressive. I think the one thing that 
a lot of like producers who make this sound do is they're very good with making all of their mix sound very like crisp and just very like nice and like hard hitting like everything feels so well thought out and well put together so i will definitely give them that um i think the chiller parts of the song where it's mostly just vocals and like light synth and drum sounds uh were a little bit more my speed uh the big womps and womps uh definitely not my favorite Though I did fuck with that uh, electronic noise outro. <laughs> that shit was, it was, uh, it was bumping. Good way to end the song. I'm going to give it, I think, a low silver, but still interesting sound. Cool stuff going on there, uh, even if it wasn't necessarily my speed. Jackson, how do you feel about it? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I never really liked Nightcore or Nightcore dubstep combo fusion <laughs> whatever this <laughs> genre is called even back in the heyday like on youtube you just go see it and they put like fucking kawaii uh <laughs> ass anime music videos on top of bullshit <laughs> <laughs> the dubstep and the high-pitched squealing along with the frying pan sound effects <laughs> for the <laughs> instrumentals <laughs> just, I'm sorry, it just got aggravating pretty quickly for me. Is there a Boeing in uh, this song? I swear there's a Boeing ass noise. <laughs> probably. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to give this a participation. Keely. <laughs> this was my runner up for single of the week. Uh, mm. I I found this just scrolling the the depths of Twitter, and <laughs> I just kind of took a took a jump and a stab at it because I was looking for stuff to throw in the playlist. I sometimes what I'll do with certain tracks is if I like it from the beginning, I'll rate it at the beginning, and then when the song ends, I'll see if I move it or leave it in the same place. This one started for me in a silver, and then it hit that noise outro, and I was just like, nah, gold. That's it. Uh, it the noise outro specifically reminded me a lot of like Tennyson and how Tennyson has a couple like really noisy but beat focused tracks. Uh, and that reminded me so much of that. I thought that was sick as fuck. I am not the biggest fan of hyperpop overall. I thought the vocals complemented this particular track really well. Choruses hit super hard. Uh, this shit was sick as fuck. I'm giving it a gold, baby. Damn, who knew all you needed to do was throw random noise in a song to get a gold from Billy? I bet you watched hey, Lucky Star. Uh, no. Uh, the, uh, it was a close one for me. If I liked Dubstep more, I think I'd give it a gold, too. <laughs> if um, I liked the music more, I think I would give it a better rating. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Jake. I am not smart. Gunkman! Okay, I... Genuinely, I I am I I feel like this was the one where I was the most qualified to just like go in. <laughs> um, I, as a certified dubstep boy yeah, myself, dubstep, yeah. um, <laughs> I have a lot to say about this one. And uh, first of all, I want to start off with the cover art because the uh, the clear like old Skrillex yeah. logo boot with the trans flag yeah. shooting out like fucking alien laser beams is the craziest like most epic shit i've ever seen in my life so just for that like that's a serious um that's a plus for me right there i have heard of tracy breaks before i think we might be twitter mutuals or something but i had heard some like noise on twitter about this one before but i hadn't gotten around to listening to it so i was excited to check it out and see what it's about the one thing that I have to say about it is like uh, clearly the song is like trying to throw back to that like 
old dubstep era, even like down to like the Skrillex yeah. logo, like I said. Like obviously this is trying to like recapture that like 2011, 2012 dubstep scene. And um like old Skrillex is like some of my favorite shit to listen to. So I was like super stoked to like hear some of those like crazy, like scary monsters and nice sprites, like growls <laughs> and stuff. But like for some reason the like dubstep noises i'm hearing in this are from like in my opinion like the worst era for dubstep <laughs> which is like 2015 2016 when it was like at its absolute like lowest point so i was a little like i think it worked for like what the song was trying to accomplish but i was like went into it really hoping to like get some huge like throwback vibes to like the golden era of dubstep where there was like mlg compilations <laughs> and like um i was not feeling that as much so that was a little bit disappointing but nonetheless i feel like the ways that the sounds were utilized was really well done um and obviously yeah that noise outro was amazing i love that um so i'm feeling i'm feeling a uh, a high silver to possibly a low gold on this one let's go tracy breaks dubstep boy Moving on, Lilac Kings, uh, Sudafed Sundays featuring Nate Denson of Animal Jam. Uh, Lilac Kings is an experimental ambient rock band with influences that range from indie rock to post-hardcore from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Animal Jam is progressive post-hardcore from Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I like both of these bands a lot. Uh, I, I said it last episode that we talked about Lilac Kings, uh, certified Lilac Kings dick rider. <laughs> Some, just something about that man's voice just does it for me. And same with Animal Jam. Uh, that last fucking EP they released was crazy good. I listened to that a fuck ton. Uh, so going into this, I was pretty excited to hear a collab between the two of them. I feel like the biggest thing that takes me away from this track is specifically the way the instrumental feels a little bit disjointed from the vocals. Almost like the vocals were produced a certain way, separate from the instrumental track and it almost comes off as if it was just like vocals slapped on top of it now i don't think that takes away from the fact that the instrumental is excellent there's a lot of really cool guitar stuff there i think the tones that they picked are really good and i think the vocals as well very very solid cool stuff there good decisions in terms of you know what i like to hear from a more chill collaborative track like this um i think it's pretty mellow overall genuinely speaking from like this you know with some of these uh like poppier post-hardcore riffs um but yeah if the if the if the mix in general was a little more cohesive i think i would like it more but obviously i'm a dick writer so i still fuck with this collab heavy i think i will definitely be going back and listening to this song quite a bit um so i'm gonna give it a gold uh certified dick rider gold uh and we'll hear from jackson Ooh. God, I loved the vocals on this. The vocalist just sounds so good and doesn't even sound like he's trying at all. And just so easy on the ears. I love the uh, mixing of this. I love the uh, instrumentals. Uh, the little math core breakdown in the middle is just well done. It came out of nowhere and I liked every second of it. And I added this to my liked list, so this is getting a DJ Craig Gold from me. <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh, shit. The DJ Craig Gold. Oh, fuck. God damn. Keely, how do you feel about it? Um, oh, shit. Oh. 
Uh, my bad. Was oh, the... I, I, dro I dropped my microphone off the desk. <laughs> I might have, Disco might have cut it out, but like, you'll definitely hear Fuck that yeah. in the audio. Amazing. Anyway. It reminded me a lot of Dreamhouse era Tides of Man, hmm. uh, which uh, for a few people in here know that I very much enjoy. Did uh, <laughs> yes, I very much enjoy that era of Tides of Man. However, uh, I would say if there was anything for me to take away from this, it's probably my favorite Lilac King song I've ever heard from their music, uh, mainly because I really enjoy the vocalist's lower register. Uh, I kind of... I, I got a little lost towards the end. I know that he has like a very, very expansive vocal range. I think I would like to hear less of that high, like less and less and less of that high and more of the range that he sings in this song. I think it complemented the music uh, better than some of the other stuff that I've heard. I don't know. I'm, I'm really like racking my brain for things to say, but it reminds me of Tides of Man and it's one of the cooler things I've heard from them. Uh, I'm going to give it a hot bronze. Okay. <laughs> Gunk man. Okay, I was not rocking with this one at first. Like it was very much like again, kind of like the like ninety three X, like home of the rock radio kind of thing to me. It kind of reminded me of like Polyphia a little bit, and I am like a certified Polyphia hater, so I was kind of not rocking with it. But but, but then. <laughs> Like, God reached down from above and planted the idea of a Naruto AMV into my head set to this song. Like, it kind of reminded me of, like, the song that we played at, like, the end of the shonen anime. Like, when they're, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and then I was kind of rocking with it after that. Like, I'm imagining, like, you know, Naruto, like crying on a swing set, listening to this song, like, you know, training in the, in the Lee Village, yeah, you know, you know what I mean, and like <laughs> that bumped it up, honestly, from like maybe like a low bronze participation. I feel like a low silver on this one. So respect, respect. Lilac Kings, Sudafed Sundays. They're smoking Benadryl and Sudafed. Are you guys okay? <laughs> What's going on in the scene right now? <laughs> Talking about filth is eternal. Crawl space. Uh, punk rock from Seattle, Washington. Uh, new album, Find Out, dropping September 29th. Uh, let's see what I got here. This shit, punk rock as fuck. <laughs> it's very fun. Like, it's short, but it's very fun. It made me want to hear, like, more of what they're cooking up. Um, I am, like, I kind of came up from punk rock. That was, like, the first genre I really got big into before I got into, like, post-hardcore and started branching out to other Sad shit. Sad path to follow. Uh, so, I don't feel sad listening to this. I feel happy listening to this. Sh this shit fucking rules. Like I said, it's it's short, but uh, that just made me want to listen to it more. I think it's very cool. Like I said, very very interested to hear the full album. I want to hear all these fucking songs, front to back, baby, punk rock, baby, Seattle, Washington. I guess um, <laughs> I'm gonna give it a gold, Jackson. Uh, I'm kind of torn in this song. I thought the vocalists sound good for the most part. I feel like, for me, uh, I, uh, the vocalist should have gone, you know, a higher pitch rather than a lower uh, for the, like, growls and the screams. I think that's just my opinion. Uh, but other than that, the you know, tones, the guitar riffs, they weren't complex or flashy at all, but I think, you know, they were catchy and they sound nice. And uh, the ending solo was nice as well. So I'm going to give this a high bronze. 
and Keely. This was a fucking banger. This was really fun. Uh, you know me, notorious fun lover, Keely. Uh, I love fun. <laughs> fun. Fun is a fundamental part of who I am. I put the fun in fundamental. Uh, this song was really fun, really energetic. Just, it, it's like on a threshold of me, or for me, like vocally, where it's like, the vocals lean just enough into punk where it's like the character and the attitude of punk music, but they're just screamed enough to start moving it into that realm of like hardcore scream style vocals. Uh, and I love that. I think that's a super, super fucking unique sound for them. Um, it's just like a, a quick, easy banger. They they came in, they had a purpose, they fucking told you what they needed to fucking tell you and they bounced out and that fucking rules. Um <laughs> I, I got nothing but gold for this one. I fucking love this song. I thought this was great. I'm really excited to hear the whole record like Ivy. Let's go. Punk rock, baby. Certified mutant puke banger. Awesome. Uh, Gunk man. This is another one where like, so I'm like, I'm a, I'm a certified hardcore head. Um, East Coast <laughs> slash Minneapolis hardcore thug. Um... <laughs> You know, I, I, uh, I'm used to, to seeing brains getting beaten in at shows and, and that's kind of like just my, my home base. So like this band, I was rocking with it, but like when I'm like listening to hardcore, like I really want to hear something like really punishing, you know? And so the first like 15 seconds of this song kind of threw me for a loop because I was like, okay, so we're getting like some like real like ass beater hardcore now. And then like the like really melodic vocals kicked in and I like they're really well done uh, don't get me wrong and like it's totally like great but just not what I look for in uh this type of music if that makes yeah. sense so I was just kind of like me personally was just kind of disappointed because I was like oh I was like I was thinking this was gonna go down a direction of like some crazy breakdowns and shit but like but uh, like by the end like I, I kind of got it more like it's kind of like uh like the new scowl songs where it's like I could totally see people like, you know, front flipping off the stage and going crazy to this, but just like, um, I've always just been more of like a crew hardcore kind of person. Um, cause that's just what I'm used to being around. So, uh, I'm feeling a, a good silver on this one. Respect, respect to the silver. Excellent. That was, uh, yeah. Filth is eternal. Crawl space. Good shit. Banger. Moving on. <laughs> Marauder realm of the damned. Australian-based producer Hamish Prasad. Is that really all the notes we got yeah, for this? Yeah, I was I was lazy just, on that one. Just the guy's name. Boo. <laughs> this was this was a uh, last-minute addition by me, by the way. Oh, this one was. Yes, this was a certified gunk <laughs> oh, man request. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I remember listening to this now. Yeah, this is the kind of shit you listen to out of your fucking mind at a rate. <laughs> That's the kind of shit like it's like hard enough that you could definitely like fucking punch people in the face and feel alive uh it's super villain ass music uh both songs kind of run together i think that's probably kind of the point because it's you know two songs together or whatever still not big in a dubstep but i do fuck with the vibe of like being in a space where this is playing and everybody's like so fucked up they can't see like two feet in front of their <laughs> face and like falling over and like fucking hitting each other and just like there's a bunch of glow sticks everywhere I fuck with that vibe. I fuck with that vision. Um, I'm I'm gonna give it a bronze, but I will say this shit goes pretty fucking hard. Like I'm not gonna lie, uh, it's pretty crazy. But yeah, well I'll throw I'll, I'll throw it over to Jackson. You know, twice this episode we talked about SpongeBob ass screams. 
twice we talked about recreational drugs, and twice there's this fucking frying pan sound effect going on with the background. <laughs> uh, I thought, it, again, it just left field. I thought it was kind. It kind of goes hard. Uh, kind of weird. Uh, the random ass pump up the jams part. <laughs> Another left field. <laughs> I fucking love that part for no reason. Why do they put it there? I'm glad they did. Uh, I think I liked it. There's some form of like je ne sais quoi factor into this where it's like so weird, but it's so like there's some sort of like factor that makes me like it. So I'm going to give this a high bronze. <laughs> Keely. So I was not rocking with the first track, the title track, as much as the second track. But let me fucking tell you, uh, Instrument of the Raider goes unbelievably hard for literally no fucking reason. I'm so I, glad to hear you say that. You're you're put you're already getting to what I'm gonna say. Like it, it just top to bottom like it's got a really really short build up and then it's just like hey get fucked like get fucked idiot i'm going off the drop is fucking great uh realm of the damned has two really good drops uh but i just i instrument of the raider was just the uh, chef's kiss shit that was so fucking cool uh this one gets a gold for i'm just throwing out golds this week this is a fucking gold this shit was awesome <laughs> i used fun. to be a dubstep kid so being being thrown back in this way i'm like damn this fucks this is wild. I, I listened to a little bit of Skrillex back in the day. Yeah. A little bit of a dubstep kid myself. <laughs> All right. Gunk man. All right. Tell us what's good. Okay. So I, I wanted to put this in because like, I, I think there's so much cool stuff going on in the dubstep scene, like the underground dubstep scene. And like Murata, I wouldn't exactly consider to be an underground producer. He's pretty big. And like, I, I, I'll get to it in a minute, but like Instrument of the Radar is like exactly what is amazing about dubstep right now to me. I feel like Realm of the Damned is more what is expected from Murata and like that one is more of like the um, like let's do a bunch of hallucinogenics and like forget what our first name is kind of stuff. And like me, me, me and DJ Craig, we used to be uh, raver heads and go to shows and like... Shocked. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we, we always have, but, like, we used to go to a lot of shows, and, like, you were saying, like, being in the environment where, like, it just smells like drugs, and, like, everyone is zonked out of their minds, as, like, as not, as, uh, as a straight-edge hardcore kid myself, like, it's just not the environment for me, but it's, like, super cool hearing the music, so, like, this, like, ass-beating music just makes me wish that we could, like, rebuild, like, the whole vibe to just be, like, absolute mayhem like i i don't want to be around a bunch of frat boys pointing in the air and jumping up and down as a mosh pit to this because that's like what usually happens like i want to see some like like bones breaking to this because this is like real <laughs> like yeah ass whooping like dubstep it and like shout out pump up the jam too like that shit <laughs> like one one thing that always bugs me about dubstep that I feel like a lot of people like see as like a stereotype is they just be picking the most random shit to put before the drop <laughs> and like there's like no thought behind it like it'll just be like and then it'll just be like try this on for size mister <laughs> and it's just like why do, that is not hard that's like some Drake like Looney Tunes ass like audio clip that you're putting before it but like what's great about Murata and like other artists like Space Laces is there's like so much thought and like soul put into their sample 
sample selection and like what they put into these tracks and like pump up the jam like it just goes so hard and it's so cool and it's such a nice like throwback and the sound design it is just fantastic like that little like whistling like glitchy like like sound that they have going on it's just like i'm like why did we not think of this like this is just genius to me so I, I, I just put this in there because, like, I listened to Instrument of the Radar and it just, like, really made me remember, like, why dubstep is so cool and I, I just wanted to share it. So, obviously, this is going to be a big gold for me. Um, and on top of that, I will add, if you found yourself really enjoying Instrument of the Radar, he put out a LP slash EP kind of 20-minute mix type thing called uh, Ascension Right. I think last year and there's some tracks on that that are very similar in quality and just insanity to this one and I highly recommend checking that out. But yeah, Murata, it's a gold for me. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Keely's in. Yeah, cool shit, good rec. Uh definitely um feeling feeling the vibes uh the <laughs> the way you described it. Uh, but moving on, we'll be talking about Default Friends, not over it. Florida band for cool kids. I put that Whoa. in my notes too, actually. <laughs> That's the only descriptor. Did yeah. I not know a Florida band for once? Oh my god. Are, oh, shut the fuck up, Florida band ass. <laughs> this is our first release. This is the kind of mix of like that punk Midwest emo shit the old band I was in was trying to make, but I think they did it cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the bass tone. I really like that that like clean fat tone. The vocals remind me of Sonic Sea Turtles. I don't know if any of you guys fuck with Sonic Sea Turtles. I fucking love Sonic Sea Turtles, so the vocals in this it made me very happy. Yeah, it's it's a fun I've been saying this all fucking week, baby. <laughs> fun projects. This a fun project, put a big old smile on your face. I think like for the genre, I'd probably give it a gold. But for my personal taste, I'd probably give it a high silver for now. It's 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 very cool. It's definitely worth listening to. Um, I just think it needs some time to, to marinate in my uh, head holes, marinate. Uh, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> but still, very cool. Default friends, not over it. Uh, check them out. Uh, Florida band for cool kids. You could be a cool kid too. Jackson. Marinate in my head holes. Yep, that is what I said. I'll write that down. Uh, for this, this is their first uh, release. Yeah, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the production, I think, you know, it's it's low, you know, low production, but I think it's charming at the same time. Again, I've said this uh, like a dozen episodes ago. I think intentionally or unintentionally bad mixing can be a plus, especially if it's like punk. Uh, the intro song, there was a duet part that kind of got off key a little bit and it was kind of a bit noticeable but i think this is a good fun you know project i liked every bit of it uh and i would listen to this on a cassette while skateboarding <laughs> in the uh little place downtown i'll in give us a silver yeah. in the mall <laughs> keely so normally i would absolutely hate the fuck out of music like this like i'll oh. just keep it real i'll keep it 100 uh, I would normally absolutely hate this beyond any stretch of imagination, and I'd be a real stinker and a meanie about it. This was actually super charming. 
and very fun. Uh, like, I was gripped from the moment that the intro just started with that fun little intro, intro, intro. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it was just cute and fun. Uh, I really, I my favorite track I took away was Frankie. I really, Same. really like the, the change of vocals and kind of the back and forth play that they did there. Um, the production leaves a lot to be desired. Uh, I know it's a first release. Um, but it just sounds like like people making songs and they're having fun making songs together. And like that kind of vibe is so fucking charming and important in a genre like this that like they're not doing the most profound, insane shit you've ever heard musically. They're not writing the next, you know, like Freddie Mercury rock opera. They're just having fun and writing fun ass songs. Not uh, the rock I, opera. I really, really, really <laughs> fucking love and respect and appreciate that. So it's a high silver for me. I really love this. Yeah. Don't yeah, be a bench sevenfold, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't think we will have to worry about that. Uh Gunkman. Yeah, I I'll, I I want to start off by like this style of like punk music has never really been my forte, but that being said, this band is like giving me the vibes of like the cool like local band that kind of formed just to like open up for the touring punk show and like help clean up the venue afterward and like give the touring bands a place to crash. Like I'm getting the vibes from this that like, if you're a touring band and these guys open for you, that they're giving you their cut of the door money so that you can like get your gas money home safe. And like, I really like, obviously I'm just totally jumping to conclusions. Cause I don't know these guys, maybe, maybe they trash the venue and beat up the touring band and rob your grandma. I don't know. But, um, I just get the vibe that these guys are just nice guys. So, um, I think it's fun. I'm feeling a silver on it. Yeah. Is this one? This one's a Jake review. Nikki Jake, you take it away, baby. Yeah. Not they're Jake They're review. friends. They got friends in the title. That's pretty good. Uh, you yep. know, I immediately trust any band with friends in the title. Default friends, just friends. This this was a lot of fun. Like Keely said, the intro, intro, intro. I love that part. And in the intro, intro, intro song, they say the name of the EP, not over it. So that's kind of like the title thing you were talking about, uh, Kevin. Like, I think it's interesting. There's no song called not over it, but they say it. I think the best track for me was uh, Friends. I, I just really liked it. Um, especially as a closer. It's really nice. Um, this is just a lot of fun. You know, fun coming up a lot we are having fun today people it's that summer fun summer episode. fun <laughs> here we summer fun me and puke summer fun 2020 um <laughs> hey don't don't jack my shit <laughs> oh fuck you what you own summer you own summer bitch, this yes. bitch owns summer because she in a math rock band <laughs> you own less of everything for that but anyway it's a gold <laughs> if I didn't say that already uh, I would like to be friends with default friends uh, default friends if you listen to this review I'm in Orlando let's hang out this is uh, Ivy's phone number wow. <laughs> we're, we're gonna list Ivy's phone number and home address yeah yeah you can come just directly They're to my house notes. you don't have to call you're welcome to walk in anytime we can help you book a flight. Uh, we're friends now <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, Default Friends, not over it. Very, very fun project out of Florida. Um, fun first EP. Uh, it's the fun episode, baby. This is this is Mutant Puke taking it's on fun. We have the dis- <laughs> Evade Escape. Evade Escape. Rock band from the Midlands, UK. World of Warcraft ass place to live. <laughs> I live Midlands. in the Barrens. <laughs> 
I thought oh you were just referring to the UK God. as a World of Warcraft <laughs> ass place. <laughs> kind of. They all speak British. The UK is not even real. Hmm. Have you ever been to Swindon? Swindon? I haven't either, but it sounds like World Warcraft shit. <laughs> okay. I don't know what you're talking I don't know this for sure, uh, but I feel like, you know, people who fuck with that, like, R&B-inspired vocals with the popular post-hardcore instrumental kind of thing, uh, this might be your unproblematic <laughs> escape from the, the bands that were pushed by Blue Swan that are all assholes. Uh, this might be your new besties uh, in that genre, if you will. I like the vocals for the most part. I think they remind me of bands like I the Mighty. Just in general, though, I feel like the as the project goes on, it drags more and more for me. I don't think the instrumental is really doing much that uh, is super interesting to me i think it's really carried by the vocals but only in like a few songs for me i think like uh what was it get up and move and charade were like pretty strong you know overall on the project i think it's a pretty decent sound i don't know maybe there's just something special about people in the genre being huge pieces of shit that makes them really good at this sound um but yeah this one's okay not super in love with it um, but I do, I do appreciate the, the sound that they're going for and them, you know, putting this big old thing together. I'm gonna give it a bronze. Jackson. Okay. Let's get the elephant out of the room. Uh, on their website and their bio. Mario. I'm not talking about Mario. <laughs> it's later. <a> me. Hi, Jake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they have their own website where they do like bios about their musical influences. And uh, one thing that popped up was Don Broco. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this does sound like Don Broco. I like Don Broco. I, don't, <laughs> I didn't care too much about their latest uh, release, but this does sound like something from like the automatic era of Don Broco. Uh, you know, the, the little nice boyish vocals with the, you know, the heavy tones of the guitars on the track, like, Already Know. I like the solo at the end of Charade, you know, the goddamn telephone vocals. Uh, they appear again, but you know, it's not as apparent as before, you know, it's nothing, uh, like genre defining. I think what this band can do in the future is to differentiate themselves from, you know, the contemporaries, you know, like Don Broco, they're, they're very silly. They got the little boyish things, but they're very like not serious at all. And, uh, I feel like this band, they could do a different direction and keep you know like the little uh vocals that they are doing i think you know they're trying to be more like a serious uh songwriting rather than you know songs about fucking dying in the middle of a set for a music video and then getting replaced by a robot <laughs> but i'm still gonna give this a silver because i liked it even if it, it was a bit derivative uh keely so it's music uh i put the only the the literal only note that i have is this is chorus music <laughs> it had good production but i think overall the only two genres of music coming out of the uk that anybody should give a fuck about are like math rock and like like anything electronic coming out of the uk um and hip-hop you fucking buffoon. <laughs> True. Yeah, this was all right. It's like inoffensive. I just, it's, it's like radio rock. I didn't even know they were British. So good on you for not singing with a thick accent, I guess. Uh, 
It, it's chorus music. It's going to be a respectful low bronze. What is chorus music? Every, yeah. every every song, yeah. Like, the only thing I can remember from every song is that there's, like, four choruses yeah. per song. <laughs> Gunkman's going to bring it back right now. You're listening to 93X, home of the freshest rock. Is the vibes that I was getting once again. That's about all I have to say about oh, it, no. honestly. <laughs> it's just... Society has progressed beyond the need to have that many choruses in music. I'm fine with a one-and-done chorus, maybe even two if it's really that good. But, like, this also kind of reminds me of dubstep songs where the second drop is just the first drop again <laughs> it's like if i really liked it that much i'd just listen to the song a second time uh, the solos were cool i guess also you're gonna be called evade escape from midland who are you escaping from the urukai <laughs> bro went to mordor um it's gonna be a participation for me <laughs> holy shit <laughs> Sorry, I'm sure you guys are nice guys, but I'm just not. That's gotta be a Hall of Famer review right there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck! (laughs) I gotta, I gotta, we gotta ring it, we gotta rein it back in. We're talking Math Rock Summer, baby. Guac Summertime Concrete. Let's Math Rock from New Mexico. Math Rock Summer, <laughs> baby! We're back to the summer fun episode featuring <laughs> Math Rock. They got pretty uh, they got pretty guitars that go diddly do. They said that in their uh in their uh description. They got the diddly doos. Uh intro track had me rock fucking hard. Um it's that like classic emo math rock type shit. Uh it's a very fun sound <laughs> uh the vocals fit super well with this with this uh sound of math rock too like i love these just kind of like i'm gonna say lazy i mean that in a positive way but it's like the really laid back chill vocals that still kind of give like a little bit of energy like it's cool i think more projects should do this sound i really really like this sound it's like such my favorite niche of math rock more like bitter, sarcastic, and handsome goes crazy. I love the instrumental interlude. Uh, it's just, it's just a good way to break up the album. And then pretty much every song after that, fucking crazy. Like I, I like the first half a lot, but then there was that interlude, and then the back half just fucking really like sold it for me. But yeah, this shit's some like perfect songwriting. I love everything about it. So 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 much good to say. Uh, but obviously, I can't sit here and dick ride forever. This is easily 10 billion golds in my release of the week. Uh, shout out Guac. Uh, this is this is Math Rock Summer at its finest. God damn, um, Ivy's fucking bricked up. <laughs> <laughs> I came my pants. Jackson, how'd you feel about this one? You know, I liked the little Travis picking that they were doing with guitar. I think that was a nice touch. And the combination of the like distortion punk math rock uh, kind of odd, but I think it really complemented each other pretty well. Uh, I didn't put that much notes onto this. I'm really sorry, but I did give this a silver. Uh, I wanted to point something out. I think Jackson's reviews are, uh, are funny in the way that like when he takes notes, it's like, it's like the way that Frankie from one piece's, uh, personality changes depending on what drink he drinks. 
So it's like really like crisp and nice if he's drinking tea. But then like other Jackson reviews are just like he drank 16 Mike's Hard Lemonades <laughs> and listened to this song one time. Got mic'd out of his mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love you, Jackson. Keely. What a reference. <laughs> I didn't understand any of that. Yeah, me, well, me neither. The, the real one piece heads will understand. <laughs> me. Hello. Uh, Guac. I knew the name. Had never listened to them prior, but I knew that they were Math Rockies. So when I saw they had an album drop, I was like, let's go. It did not disappoint. This was super fucking fun. Um, I really, really enjoyed... Hold on, what were the three that I added to my playlist? Uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Ben Zen, uh, Luigi's. Uh, the intro <laughs> track is just really great. I thought Grown Ups 3 was like... Grown Ups 3 could have been swapped with Crunch Dog, and I think the two of those are just like the best way to, to send an album like this out. The vocals are unique, uh, especially given that they go for that punkier kind of vibe and ethos. I love that the riffs can sometimes be a little more complicated and sometimes be a ton simpler. Like, they really kind of pick and choose their battles as to what parts need to be, like, real math rock and then what parts need to just be, like, some Midwest emo fucking vibe shit. And I love that because normally people call Midwest emo math rock and it's fucking stupid. 4-4 four, four is not math rock. Get fucked. Yeah, Summertime Concrete. <laughs> Bangs. Uh, this is my album of the week. Uh, it's a big fat gold. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Get fucked. Yeah. Uh, Midwest emo <laughs> thinking they're math rock ass nerds. <laughs> Gunk man. I mean, it was all right. <laughs> i will say i, I kind of had the vibes listening to this that i have like every now and then i'll be like watching a set and i'll be like this is great but like i kind of want to see the next band i'm ready for them to play <laughs> i enjoyed it a lot and like uh, it was super like fun and pretty and the mixes were great but like there's only so much just like kind of like okay that did it was not like come through <laughs> oh it did, it did not come through it did not come through the audio um it, it, i did a bad job replicating what was playing in my brain but like there's like the two like the jump up groove and then like yeah. the like dr like drum and bass type of thing mm -hmm. and just like i don't know i i found it getting a little repetitive for me like the the but the uh the interlude and intro track i thought were super crisp I, I was really feeling that but like you know I, I feel like in an album like this I wouldn't mind hearing like a crazy breakdown or like a you know some like something really out there just to spice it up here and there like um I feel like that's the type of thing that it takes to like make or break a record like this to me is like if some uh some track like breaks down into like a jazz fusion like really mellow passage or something um and I was really hoping to like find that somewhere in here but didn't quite but it was all right. I'll give it a high bronze. I think if this was a uh, wintertime concrete, you might have had that, but it's summertime, baby. True. It's the this, fun episode. It baby. is volleyball music once again. <laughs> Definitely volleyball music. We're putting this on at the barbecue. Don't you fucking worry. Guac, summertime concrete. Yeah, I could flip a burger to this. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> now, something else you could easily flip a burger to. We're talking about Harm, a song you can't feel anymore. <laughs> Post-hardcore from Atlanta, Georgia. Flip burgers to this? <laughs> uh, yeah. I flip burgers in a very, like, depressed melancholic. and melancholic way. Yeah. I'm out here I'm out here romanticizing my melancholic solitude to harm. Flipping burgers. Uh, I, 
I was very conflicted about this because I think it's super impressive. Hold it on, has wait, wait, like wait. I'm sorry to interrupt. You said from Atlanta. I don't know. Boom! <laughs> the producer got it wrong. That's where yeah, they're fucking from, they're from North said. Carolina. That they're from my area. Well, whatever. Same thing. Well, that's not the not <laughs> even <thing>. close. <laughs> okay, sorry. I it's in America. Sorry, from uh, North Carolina. <laughs> Harm. Uh, I was a little conflicted about this one because I think all the clean sections are really, really fucking impressive. Like the her voice is really, really cool. Uh, and even like the other vocalist, his voice when he does cleans is really, really fucking cool. Um, and I think those parts are like a really a big highlight to me because they're very like ethereal um, and like big, insane moments with these really like cool, clean vocals. Uh, I think I specifically noted um, like in Let's Take Back uh, What's Dear to You or the end of Nothing Down There is what they say. I think that shit is like unreal like that is unfucking believable it's so so cool sounded really good really stand out to me really drew me back in um and while i think the screams are super solid like uh the screaming vocalist does an excellent job like they're very fucking crisp they go hard as fuck the thing that loses me on some of those heavier sections is just the instrumentals like it you know you got the the big chugs and the fucking gentiest shit I don't know. I'm just not a huge fan of that. I really like the big, like, uh, the big, weird, you know, ghostly moments, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I think I would still give it a high silver. Uh, this project is very cool. I think I will give it quite a few more listens. Um, I like what they're doing. I like this sound a lot. I just wish I liked heavier music uh, still. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, like, I fell off with the heavier shit. I don't know. Uh, I like I'm I'm vibing out. It's summertime. I'm romanticizing my <laughs> melancholic solitude while flipping burgers. Okay. But Harm, they're they're killing it. This shit was cool. Definitely, definitely check that out. Uh but we'll hear from Jackson now. Yeah. I'll flip burgers to this shit. I used to work at Derek Queen with Jake. <laughs> I flip my burgers to death grips yeah. in the back. <laughs> I liked this is uh like the record from last year from Rolo Tomasi where they had the intro that's very ghostly and soothing and then the rest of the you know fucking album is just like chug, 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 <laughs> and then <laughs> for the rest of it is like oh. <laughs> that goes hard but it's like easing me into like a fucking stab in the foot just out of out of out of left field uh it was a jump audio jump scare did you see that and they got stabbed in the foot did you see that did you see that top 10 goblin videos (laughs) there were no goblins in the making of this album i don't think uh, if there were the band, please email us okay, at hurry up, hurry. Okay, email. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't tell me to hurry up. up. Shut up. I'm gonna take my time now. You worked already. The screams. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I liked. Okay, fine. I'll I'll hurry up. I, the screams and the guitar tones were a really impressive. Uh, even if it was a jump scare that made me spooked out of my head. <laughs> um, I liked everything about it. I'm gonna give this a silver. All right, uh, Keely. 
I thought that this is pretty neat. <laughs> this is pretty cool. It got recommended to me very highly because here in North Carolina, harm is apparently highly regarded these days. From what I hear, um, a friend of mine who was also in an under-earthy style post-hardcore band, when I had mentioned that we were probably going to put it on the playlist, was just like, yeah, you fucking have to. Like, you don't have a choice. I'm like, excuse me? He's like, yeah, you fucking you do it. And I was like, okay, sure. This was neat. Um, I thought the production was fantastic. This was probably my favorite produced thing of what's on our list. Uh, I think that they really, really shined on guitar tone and making the guitar sit with drums really well in the mix, making the song sound really rich. I think the vocals were a little too loud, which might be a mastering thing that both clean and scream vocals just kind of tower over the mix in a way that like they're still sitting in there, but it just feels slightly over the mix for me. Um, I think the clean vocalist is fantastic. That is probably what saves it from being like a fully very under oath sounding thing to me is the vocals take away from that like if she had been going for a raspier sound and was going for the Aaron Gillespie thing I think I'd probably be making a ton of jokes just being like yeah they're only chasing safety it was cool but this this did kind of separate it uh in a way that I thought was cool overall I'm gonna give it a high bronze uh not exactly my type of post hardcore and flavor but a very very cool album that I definitely recommend to some people that I know yeah yo gunk man this was probably my favorite like LP that I listened to for this. Um, did, like, when I, kind of in reference to what I was talking about before, like, this one took some of the, like, crazy, like, breakdown-y kind of vibes that I was hoping for on some of these other records. And let me tell you, like, this band knows how to do a breakdown well. Like, I feel like there's a lot of bands, like, one of my all-time certified gunk man least favorite bands ever, <laughs> Ice Nine Kills. Oh, Yes! <laughs> Fuck um, Ice Nine Kills. Let's yeah. fucking go. Terrible band. I kind of like um, And at first, I was a little worried that this was kind of going down that route of, like, big, corny, like, melodic vocals into, like, big, corny breakdown. But um, the deeper I got into this one, I, I found myself enjoying the more melodic parts a lot more. They're a lot more um, creepy and haunting and pretty than anything Ice Nine Kills has ever tried to do in their whole life. Um, <laughs> and I, I thought the heavier parts of this record were fantastic. And like, actually I could like imagine people swinging and spin kicking and all that bullshit <laughs> to this, um, which every time I hear an Ice Nine Kills breakdown, I once again, just imagine a bunch of frat boys jumping up and down and rubbing so their good. sweaty polo shirts together. Um <laughs> so <This is> epic. <laughs> I uh, uh I was rocking with this one. I'm gonna give this a high silver, potentially a low gold. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Shout outs that to can... sweaty polos. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, no shout outs to sweaty polos. Shout outs to harm, a song you can't feel anymore. Uh definitely give that one a listen. Um moving on though, we will be talking about this wildlife never fade. Two-piece acoustic band comprised of two drummers. <laughs> That's what they're like, so I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, those silly guys. Features from Rory Rodriguez of Dayseeker, Joshua Roberts of Magnolia Park, and Brian Butcher of the Home Team, and many, many more. Yeah, this one, it's kind of a short one. It's kind of a short one. Uh, short album gang. Potentially. <laughs> it's in there. Uh, it's in there. <laughs> <laughs> what 
We gotta we gotta we gotta have Jake certify that one. <laughs> yeah, short album, album, gang. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a I have a soft spot for this wildlife. I heard clouded when I was in high school and shit my pants, <laughs> threw up all over myself, came. Um, and everything they've done since, I really haven't loved as much, and I've kind of grown uh, from this sound a little bit. I used to just love this, like, acoustic, um, this acoustic vibe um, with a little bit of the, that, like, twangy, clean, um, country-ass-sounding <laughs> guitar in there as well. Because I'm a huge fan of Bright Eyes, and they do that kind of shit. This might be my favorite thing that they've done since Clouded. Like, I was very surprised that I liked it as much as I did. Um, I feel like all the vocals are super clean and pretty. The production overall is just really, really nice. Um, I'm not going to mention one song. I'll let you guys talk about that. God Um, bless. But the... uh, I feel like all the features genuinely like elevate their sound. I think that they're both <laughs> excellent vocalists and guitar players, but having the features there really makes this something a little bit more special to me. Um, just overall, a really fun you know thing coming from this wildlife that I didn't expect uh, to fuck with as much as their early stuff. But I I really like this. I, I definitely want to go back and you know listen to it a lot more. Um, it's exciting to feel like a band that. I kind of faded away from has come back with something uh, that I find pretty interesting and fun. So I'm going to give it a gold. Uh, and we'll hear from Jackson. You know, I, I, on my notes, I put, you know, the the instruments are, you know, a bit eerie, but also just blissful going along with the vocals. I'm not sure there's a word for that, but that's just the feeling that I put down on the top of my head. You said something about the uh, country-ass twang in there. Uh, I did say something about that. I said the acoustic tone is nice, but there are times where the vocals can be a bit cheesy, like it's uh, the upcoming Toyota Truckathon <laughs> commercial soundtrack. <laughs> Toyotathon. We're so back. <laughs> I see this as an but, absolute win. What do you mean? I think it's Kentucky a win too. Kentucky ass motherfucker uh, would like Toyota. I said, What's wrong with Toyota? You don't drive, Jake. Shut up. Let they're me review. Good, they're a good car brand. What I'm do you just mean? saying we got factories here. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fun fact. This motherfucker don't know what a car looks like. Don't this listen man doesn't, Jake doesn't even have a TV. What? Shut up. You got a projector. <laughs> yeah, we were watching Fred Durst music videos on the fucking projector. What's wrong with that? Just one of those days. This wildlife was relaxing to listen to. Very easy on the ears. I originally put this as uh, kissing and frauding silver to gold, <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a gold. You know, certified DJ Craig gold here. Stop, you can't do that's that. Too... You're not DJ Craig. I'm gonna go ahead. It. I'm gonna say that DJ Craig probably would not give this a gold. <laughs> An uncertified DJ Craig gold. A debunked DJ Craig gold. <laughs> Certified, certified Gunkman DJ nuggets. Craig Gold debunking. <laughs> <laughs> myth busted. <laughs> Not the myth bust. I'm still laughing about the fucking kissing and prodding silver to gold. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a gold, Jackson. Uh, yeah, it's a gold. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
fucking Keely go ahead. Get, get this motherfucking Home Depot theme song <laughs> ass album out of my goddamn face. <laughs> fucking... This shit had a, the, what the fuck was that jump scare ass Blink-182 <laughs> cover in the middle? I, I, I already didn't want to listen to this album, and then they threw in fucking Blink-182, another band I don't want to fucking listen to. Get that the wasn't fuck in the middle, that was towards the end. I don't care where song. it was, it was fucking shitty no matter where it was. Uh, Brian don't Butcher feature was cool. Uh, this wildlife will always be Warp Tour, uh, <laughs> fucking Home Depot theme song, uh, band to me. Um, I just couldn't get into it. Uh, all my, all my funny haha hating aside, uh, it's just very not my thing. Uh, singer songwriter stuff is already pretty far removed from my taste. And this is just a step further. Uh, not into it. Participation. Sorry. Boo. Boo this woman. <laughs> Throw shit at her. <laughs> Uh, gunk man. I'm with Keely on this one. This, uh, <laughs> this album sounds like it's playing during the oh, Allegra no. commercial. Like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> which commercial is this for? Let's go. Like, you know, it's like it's showing like the mom who has like diarrhea and she takes her pills and she's like hanging out with her kids at the park, and it's like playing this music and it's like on Allegra. Do you suffer from? Heartburn and indigestion. If you take Zephylax. Zephyranthus? <laughs> yeah. I <don't> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just getting like commercial vibes from this. Um, also, the song No More Waiting sounds like in like the made for TV movie after the <laughs> good guys save the world and Come then they on. all hold, they hold <laughs> hands and then that song plays and they like pick up a piece of rubble off of the ground and I don't know <laughs> I don't even know what I'm describing but it just reminds me of the end of a really shit movie where uh, you know you're supposed to like feel good or something but I didn't feel good I just felt bored overall this album made me think about Culver's so what? Did, Why? do they have I don't know. It just made me think yeah. about Culver's. Yeah, yeah, we got Culver's over here. I mean, me. And okay. I, I, I was like worried for a second because I. Are wanted, you into Culver's? I, I'm not even <laughs> lying. I was at Culver's. T oh no, not today. I was at Culver's last night. <laughs> cool. I, I had a Culver's Deluxe and cheese curds. But them commercials for Culver's are fucking annoying. That is what I'm Gertz. getting at. Because they oh. have that song where they whistle. And I don't rock with that. So it's going to be a participation for me. Sorry. Because of the Culver's commercial oh, no, no. where they whistle. But, you know, <laughs> much like how I might not rock with the Culver's commercials where they whistle, I, I do rock with Culver's. So I'm sure these are great guys, but holy shit. you sound like Culver's whistling music. So sorry. God damn. We got the uh, Toyota Truckathon, Home Depot, I am Allegra, not these Culver's. <laughs> they are not getting tagged. <laughs> no, tag them and just, and then just only send them the clip of my review and Jackson's I'm review. I'm going to quote tweet it and tag them. <laughs> no, God damn. Someone's done that before. Nah, I'm going to be that one I guy who's like, life. um, you forgot to tag this wildlife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then just... I hope I hope Evade Escape hears this. <laughs> oh no, it's imperative I don't that think they, they don't. have technology in the UK. 
I have okay. a I had a roommate from yeah. London and he was uh primitive. <laughs> primitive. Okay. My primitive roommate <laughs> from London, my favorite TV show. Like you had some Crow Magnon as a roommate. <laughs> you just played rudiments. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> we got one left. Yeah. <laughs> it's the end we of the saved... episode de-evolution. <laughs> we say we still have one more review. We saved the best for last, baby. We're talking we're talking military gun, life under the gun. Uh, LA-based group have been turning heads with a menacing yet melodic sound that's impossible to ignore. That's false. <laughs> it's very easy to ignore. Oh, I'm boy. I'm really not big on this one, fellas and ladies. I don't like the vocal decisions. I feel like they're uh they got some awkward line deliveries and overall lyrical composition just is not for me um it gets repetitive for being such a short album like i feel like i could just like click through each <laughs> song and uh, they kind of all just sound a little bit the same see you around as if the beatles were some 41 but they didn't do any rapping that one was strange <laughs> to me uh this one not for me not a big fan of military gun uh i can respect what they're trying to do and, you know, mad respect to musicians. Hell yeah, brother, music. Um, but this one's not for me. I'm going to give it a participation. I'm sorry, Military Gun. What, what uh, happened to Summer Fun? This is our most hateful episode. <laughs> yeah. Summer Fun Sour uh, I don't real believe quick. In, <laughs> I don't believe in anything to do with the military or <laughs> guns in my Summer Fun. Uh, I'm progressive. Based. Uh, okay. Jackson, go ahead. Okay, okay. Uh, the vocals, you know, I thought... It, there, it's raw. I'll give it that. I think for an entire LP, I think it gets a bit grating. But in short bursts, I think it's tolerable. Uh, but that, along with the instrumentals, I think it's a bit charming. But it's not something I would personally sit down and listen to for like an hour or whatever. You're not grilling uh, to this one? Uh, I think there are some bits that are good. I think... <laughs> There should be a bit of a stylistic change up or maybe even make it like 30 second ringtone ass uh, length song. But I will going to give this a bronze, a high bronze at that. Keely. Uh, I'm also giving this a bronze. I kind of went into this release praying that this was going to be closer to sounding like Military Guns feature for MS Paint because that feature goes hard as absolute fuck. However, this did not go as hard as the feature for MS Paint. Uh, I remember when Very High came out, and I was like, uh, this is a style of, of like punky emo I don't like very much. The rest of the album, however, does have some cool moments. Like There's some cool mathier bits, and like they kind of reach out of that one window of just being like catchy, hooky, chill, laid-back like rock. Overall, yeah, vocal delivery takes a lot away for me. It, a lot of the songs have the same vocal cadence a lot of the time, and it just doesn't feel super varied. You know, it just it felt a little blurry, I guess. Like, having so many tracks that are shorter and, like, these bursts back-to-back-to-back listening to the full record made a lot of stuff get lost. Like, songs that stuck out to me were, like, Think Less and uh, Seizure of Assets uh, and the closing track, Life Under the Gun. But, like, everything else really kind of just, after a little bit, started to really, like, meld together between the similar vocal cadence and every song to just 
kind of just the laid back vibe of the music. Uh, I, I wanted to like it a lot more and I feel like I'm still going to keep my ear open for what they do in the future, but it's really just, it wasn't my thing. Respect. All right. And gunk man to wrap us up. Yeah. I, I agree with a lot of what you guys are saying. I can't lie. I was listening to this and I was like, man, I feel bad. Cause I like, I don't really like a lot of this stuff. And I was worried that, I was going to be like the odd one out, just like trash on everything. But like, I'm glad we're all kind of in agreement here because like, I just don't see myself listening to this when I could. Like, I'd rather be listening to like MS Paint or Soul Glow over Military Gun. I don't know. I just don't really get it. It's fine, but I just don't really see myself coming back to it. I just think there's more interesting bands that are kind of doing similar things, but uh, again, also, like, I feel like Scowl is kind of a similar thing where it's like there's other bands that have this, like, more upbeat, kind of fun hardcore that are just more interesting to me than this. I'm feeling a bronze on it, though. I could see people, obviously, like, some people really rock with Military Gun. Otherwise, there wouldn't be all this hype around it, but I just do not share that vision. So it's a bronze for me. Let's go ahead and wrap this shit up. We've been recording for way too fucking long. Uh, fucking gunk man Bajalvin, would you like to go ahead and do your shouts outs? Uh, you know, um, shit. yeah. Shout Whatever out Blind Equation. Uh, new album. I've listened to it. It's very good. Be ready for that. I'm in a band called Bajalvin. We have an album out too and an EP. If you want to check that stuff out, uh, with my friend DJ Craig. Uh, <laughs> We're going on tour, so if you live in the Midwest, uh, we're hitting Iowa, Minneapolis, Wisconsin, Chicago again, maybe is Tulsa. That the world tour? That is uh, the world tour, yes. Um, and we're also closing that off with uh, Blind Equation and also Death Tripper, who's coming out from New Zealand. So if you're in the Milwaukee area, make sure to catch damn. that one, especially yeah, if you missed uh, the show we just did with uh, Thought Crime, Blind Equation, and Coco Joey, because that was uh, one for the books. That shit look crazy. Cybergrind Prom. Yes, yeah, Cybergrind Prom. Shouts out Cybergrind Prom. Uh, we need gas money, so show up and give us money. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll give you a t-shirt back. Who knows? Maybe we'll just beat you up and take your money. I don't know. Uh, Let's go. That's about all I got to say, though. So thank you for having me. Yo, you Benjamin motherfuckers are crazy. <laughs> yeah, I accidentally dumped liquid nitrogen uh, on myself at the last show. What the fuck? <laughs> Why do you have liquid nitrogen What's on I gotta show? do with music? <laughs> <laughs> they ain't got one song where they Why had to be doing they... that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, fucking between you and DJ Craig, fucking shining stars. I'm meaner though. <laughs> he didn't fine. have his guts to be mean like me. <laughs> Craig gave like all yeah, gold. he would. He would give all golds. I was listening to it. I'm like, I know damn well you did not like this as much as you said you do. You're just being nice. <laughs> We Such really need to get both of you on at the same time. That's just a <laughs> firecracker waiting to explode. It's inevitable. I'm, I'm sure, yeah, yeah well, we can do something um, sometime. Thank you. Thank you for being on. Thanks again. We're going to go ahead and <clears throat> wrap this bad boy up. 
Uh, thanks to the fans, <laughs> the Mutant Puke fans, baby, for listening to this this here episode, this little <laughs> ditty we did. Uh, thanks to Matt Burridge for our theme song, and thanks to Kyle Culp for our artwork. Please consider following us and rating us five stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast, baby. It helps us get out to more people. It's really, really good for the podcast. Uh, please join our Discord and hang out with us. Uh, link is in the show notes. Uh, everyone in there is very hot and sexy <laughs> and cool. So definitely, you want to be in there. Um, we'll go ahead and everybody can plug their shit. We'll go ahead and do it in the order that we did review. So Jackson, if you want to go ahead first. Hey, it's me. Uh, follow me on Twitter, a rat think bastard. It has a banana man smoking a cigar. <laughs> Uh, Keely? I am at underscore Kodo Sound. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, Twitter is like the only social platform I use. And boy, if you like reading garbage, I got some <laughs> fucking garbage for you. <laughs> yeah, Keely also does all kinds of production work, live work. Fucking oh, yeah, I guess I should have plugged things. Band. Yeah, yeah. I, I do all those things. Uh, Kodo Sound Audio, uh, link dot, or linktr.ee slash Kodo Sound. Uh, you can find all my my bullshit there. If you take me on tour, I'll say nice things about you until the doors close, and then it's nothing but fucking garbage. You hear me? You hear me, you son of a bitch? You're nothing. That's a fucking lie. She a oh, dick rider. You take Ma her on tour, she'll be dick on her rider. knees. Math Rock Summer 2023. There's abs I made an ad today that's absolutely unhinged, so have fun with that at some point in this episode. Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, Jake, do you want to shout some shit uh, out? No, no, not this episode. No. Thank you, Jake. <laughs> what what um, the fuck? Yeah, if you want to find me, uh, you can find me at fucking New Witches Ivy on Twitter or or our band, uh, NWT underscore band on Twitter as well. I barely ever tweet from there, but when I do, uh, they're bangers. Uh, we're working on some music. I'm in that band with Keely. It's a fun time. We'll have some shit. Have you I'm said sorry the name of, not of your band? More. <laughs> New Witch's Tone. Wow. Oh. Find us on Spotify, too. I'll dick ride myself. I don't care. We're sick. Yeah, we're sick as fuck. We got one song and and a, and a, a, a fucking one that Matt, Matt Burridge did remix. for us as well. Uh, remix. Shit's cool. We didn't get to review it. Uh, Jake fucking hates New Witch's we Tongue. We literally reviewed it. Put, <laughs> I gave one put, critique put that you on won't that. stop talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't Just random noise. About. I know. <laughs> random noises. <laughs> can we end the show? Anyways. <laughs> yeah, we can end the show. I was going to get there until you told me to end the show. And now we're having yeah. a conversation about ending the show. Let's wrap it up. Uh, thanks again. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Thanks again for everybody for listening. Thanks again for being on the show today, Gunk Man. Appreciate you. Uh, once again, yep. Uh, very fun episode. Fun summer. Mutant puke. Uh, we'll talk to you fucking next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Number one Gunk Man appreciator right here. Gunk Man.